Thanks, Pastor Dave. Appreciate you, brother. Um, missions just isn't uh, on the other side of the world. Ministry just isn't right here in our neighborhoods, but it's all over the world and all over the country and all over the state. Uh, I had the opportunity and pleasure to be able to meet um, Stephen and Paige my first year at the university there when I started doing the college ministry down there. And they went from being some students of mine that were there to being really good friends of Autumn and mine as well. And uh, I'm excited to see what the Lord is doing, going to do in their life in the next chapter. Uh, they're going to be moving their lives to, you're going to hear more about it, to Utah in January. And we as a church, I've brought it before Pastor Rob and Dave, and I'm sure we'll talk about it some more. But our church is praying about and looking to supporting them whenever they move out there. Uh, not only prayerfully, but uh, financially as well. And I know some of you guys may have expected Arnie Root here tonight. He's flying in first thing in the morning, and you guys are going to see him Wednesday. And we had them on the, the page and Stephen on the docket to be able to be with us, and luckily it was opened up for them to be able to come up tonight as well. So if you guys don't mind, would you please make Stephen feel welcome as he comes up here to share with us uh, tonight. So, as Bryce mentioned, I'm Stephen, along with my wife Paige and son Shepard. Um, we're the suitors. Uh, Paige and I met uh, through the BCM that same year that we met Bryce. Um, we were then married in April of 2020, um, and Shepard was born August of this year. So he is, he'll be eight weeks old this Wednesday. And uh, so, yeah, so Paige and I met, and we were friends for a long time, and then finally... Um, we started dating, and early on in our relationship, we both said, we want to be on mission somewhere um, where the laborers are few. And so, got it. I didn't put it in my notes. But Mormons, that's what we know them as here. Um, predominantly Mormon. But there's been a new generation that's been uh, rising, and it's uh, a group of people who are atheist or agnostic. Uh, because they grew up in the Mormon church, and as they got older, they decided they didn't want any part of any religion at all. Uh, so any given person that you talk to in Utah is either Mormon or they're atheist and agnostic. They're probably not Christian. Um, I think there is a slide, maybe, um, of Utah and, yeah, so the brutal facts. So Utah County has about 650,000 people roughly. Um, Utah County is the county that we'll be in. 0.5% of those people are Christian. Um, when you break that down a little bit more to Provo Orem, those are the cities we'll be in, um, primarily in the beginning, that has around 250,000 people. And of those 250,000 people, 0.5% are Christian. Um, break it down a little bit more. Um, there's two college campuses, one in Provo, one in Orem. They're 10 minutes apart. Uh, you have BYU in Provo and uh, Utah Valley University in Orem. And between the two campuses, there's roughly 75,000 students. Of those 75,000 students, 0.15% of those are Christian. That means about one in every 800th person you meet will be Christian. And even then, it's probably a little less than that. Uh, so, what does that mean? That means in the U.S., there is an unreached people group, and uh, the laborers there are very few. 
you could probably count on one hand how many solid churches there are. And by solid, I just mean Christian churches there are in Utah. So, how did we end up there? Well, in 2020, March of 2020, when every, the world shut down, uh, we were in Utah, in Provo, when the world shut down. That, um, later that year, a couple months later, we got married. Um, and then... And we were married, and she, uh, I prayed. I said, Lord, either change her heart or change mine. And she was doing the same. And then one morning we woke up, and again, the world was shut down for a while. And she said, you know what? I think we need to give this a second look. Maybe we should look at Utah again. And so um, later on that year, we took a vision trip. Um, and this vision trip was just Paige and I. Uh, we weren't with the team. It was just us. We met with uh, the, the elders of the church that we would we are eventually going to be partnering with there. Um, it was a new church plant, just a couple months old. And uh, we asked them lots of questions. Um, they asked us lots of questions. We prayed. Um, and we came home from that vision trip for sure. Like, that's where we're going. That's where the Lord has called us. He uh, made it very clear through our conversation with them, through the people that we met there. Um, and so that started a process of us getting, pre- getting prepped and ready to move there. Um, we then went again spring break of this year um, on a trip with the team, and uh, this trip was a little different. Uh, we went to share the gospel early and often, and we did do that as much as we could. But uh, the pastors there were, were in a they were in a rough spot. Um, a couple of them had family members who went to be with the Lord. One of them started having seizures. He had never had seizures in his life. Um, one of them's wife was away uh, because of the loss of a family member. And so we got to take the week in the evenings and uh, just take care of them, uh, do things that they couldn't do or they hadn't been able to do. We got to take their cars to get oil changes and and just love on them, watch their kids so they can go to a business meeting. I mean, just lots of things that were needed that they they don't have the people to do there. Um, I'll talk more about the church later, but uh, it grew from just four people who were meeting over coffee to a church. And so that's a little bit about Utah and the brutal facts. Uh, but you may be wondering, how are Mormons different? Aren't they just Christian? Um, Mormons believe that by performing sacred Mormon, Mormon rituals, men can become gods. We believe that God is the only God that there, ever is, that there ever was and there ever will be. And there'll never be another. Uh, so, I think on the next slide, possibly. Uh, what will I be doing? What's my title going to be? Uh, it's a little complicated. So when we started this process of, um, of our vision trip, they put us on a track through the North American Mission Board. And what started out was just um, church planner. That's what we started out as. Uh, but the title changed a little bit. It got more defined. Um, so we will be in charge of, or be in charge, we'll be over um, kind of collegiate-aged people. So uh, students who are in college, Students who are young professionals, 20-somethings, um, mostly that's who we'll be working with uh, because that's 80%, 90% of uh, the area. That's, who's, that's who lives there. Uh, so we'll be over all of that. We'll be on campuses sharing the gospel. Um, so between the two campuses, we have BYU, which is Brigham Young U- University. It is 99.85% Mormon. Um, and UVU, Utah Valley University, is 10 minutes down the road. And that's, kinda, that's where the people go who, who didn't quite make it at BYU. They weren't quite Mormons. (laughs) 
that's where your atheists and agnostics usually go. And so two wildly different campuses, but they're within 10 minutes of each other. And so that's primarily where we'll be. I will be uh, on campus sharing the gospel, trying to get to know people. And so on top of that, we'll be doing discipleship. So in this church, they want their people discipled. Um, when people come to faith, they have to restart everything uh, what they, of what they know about uh, religion, Christianity. And so um, when somebody does come to faith, um, they have people in one-on-one discipleship. Throughout their church, they have everybody on a list of who's meeting with who. And right now, <laughs> the pastors are having to meet with eight, nine, ten people. And that's just, it's not sustainable. So we will uh, help take the load off of that and meeting with people, discipling them, showing them what it is to be a Christian um, and the calling to continue to share the gospel. Another thing that I'll be able and what they would do is show off their talents, and then they will break up into these small groups to talk about what it means to be authentic. And each group is strategically placed um, a Christian in it. And that Christian shares the gospel and uh, talks to these people. And they'll identify who's willing to have conversations and who's having questions and who wants to know more about Christianity. And really Intersect is how this church started. And so they met with a couple, three or four people over the years who um, were Mormon or were atheists and and came to Christ. Um, And then those four people turned into eight people. And they were meeting and just doing a little Bible study. And next thing you know, there's 20 people, and they're saying, hey, why don't we just start a church? And that's when the pastor said, let's do it. This is what I was waiting on. Let's go. And so this is where we can identify who's ready to talk about the gospel. Like, we're out talking all the time, but this brings people in who want to talk about religion and the differences. And so um, we'll take over that, too. Um, Leading that, uh, getting people, getting volunteers for it and everything. So... It's kind of complicated. There's a lot to do, but that's why we're going. It's needed. Um, this is taking things off of their hands so they can do more as well. Um, so what does the future look like? I think there's another slide, maybe. Yeah. So the future for us, we will be partnering with, uh, it's called Mosaic Church. That's the church that came from Intersect. Um, this new church plant planted, like I said, it was just a couple months old when we went up last year. Um, they have four pastors um, any given Sunday, they have around 60 to 80 in attendance. Most of them are um, people off the street who are just interested in what is church. We don't know what a Christian church is because there hasn't been one. Um, this, is, this church is a place right across the street from uh, one of the Mormon temples. And uh, I think they have 40. They call them covenant partners. They're members. Um, they call them covenant partners because to be called a member in Utah is, is to um, what that means is people who are interested in Utah and want to come out and see what it's like, that's who the North American Mission Board sends them to. And so our goal uh, is the same as their goal. And if you go to the next slide, it'll show, yeah. So on the left, those are the four um, pastor elders that are there now. Um, and then on the right is a ser- church service from, I think, a couple months ago. Um, but our vision is the same as theirs, is to plant churches all throughout Utah Valley um, until it, is, it has a biblical church in every community. Um, and then we'll continue to the rest of Utah, Lord willing. And so that goes back to our original plan of what we wanted to do. We wanted to plant churches. So moving out there, I will get my feet settled in January, and then I'll be going through. Um, they're starting an elder candidacy program, which basically just means they're going to vet people who want to be pastors and train them up so that 
they could plant more churches. The goal is um, all of these guys are from different areas. Uh, two of them are from Texas, one from Colorado, and one is from Arkansas. The goal is to raise up leaders who are in Utah um, because the people who are going to reach Utah are the people who are from Utah, who are ex-Mormons. And so that's our goal is to go up there to be a church that plants churches um, that then continues to plant churches. Um, and doing so goes back to discipleship and showing people the importance of sharing the gospel. And so what challenges do we face? Well, the first challenge is fundraising. Um, since I will be going through the North American Mission Board, and they've given me this title over the collegiate ministry, um, I have to be fully funded before they let me loose. Um, so that's why we're fundraising. Um, it's expensive to live out there. Um, I think the cost of living rivals um, California, Las Vegas, anything like that. And so we'll be fundraising our salary. And with us being people who are, they want me fundraised by August so that they can hand everything over to me and I can uh, be in full-time ministry there. The second thing is moving. So uh, we're looking for a place to live. I'm going up uh, the first week of December with a couple people, and we are going to be uh, sharing the gospel, uh, going to an intersect meeting, and then uh, hopefully signing a lease somewhere. Um, and then getting our stuff there. So we're trying, we're looking at a couple different routes, whether that's just getting a U-Haul, loading everything up and doing it ourselves, or having a group come with us and uh, help us get our stuff there, get moved in, and get settled. Um, there's a couple different ways, so be praying for us on how we figure that out. Another way, another uh, challenge that we'll face is breaking through uh, the idolatry of Mormonism to show them who the real Jesus is and that he's so much better and that true freedom comes in Christ. Um, we're not going to Utah because we're anti-Mormon. Um, a lot of people, when they go on a mission trip to Utah, it's because they want to they argue with Mormons. We're not moving to Utah because we're anti-Mormon. We're going to Utah because we're pro-Jesus. We love Jesus enough to show them, hey, you've built this false idol who's not Jesus, but the real thing is so much better. And so that's what we want to do. Um, on top of that, that brings another challenge. When Mormons leave their religion for Christianity, um, they're often kicked out of their families, fired from their jobs, and removed from their homes. That means um, if we're sharing the gospel with somebody and they come to faith, they just lost everything. They have nowhere to go, no place to live. Often, if it's a husband or a wife, their spouse leaves them. And so we will be taking them in along with the other members of the church. Um, so pray with us, pray for us as we have to figure out how to do that. Uh, bring somebody in our home, help them find a job, housing, um, counsel them through the loss of their family, basically. Uh, and so, yeah, so a lot of obstacles, um, and I'm sure there'll be plenty more along the way. And so how can you support us? Um, the, mo the most important thing is prayer. Uh, without prayer, without you guys praying, without us praying, we might as well never lose. Uh, Bryce had already mentioned that they're going to be talking to the church about partnering with us, and we love our churches that partner with us. Um, it's a great help. But most missionaries that I know and that I've talked to who fundraise uh, get most of their support from individuals and families. Um, there's only so many churches that we can connect with, that we know, and that can support us, uh, but we know lots of families. And so uh, I ask that you would all prayerfully consider partnering with us. Um, most of our partners that are individuals and families, uh, they do one of a couple things. They'll partner for $10 a month or $25 a month. Uh, some even do $100 a month. Uh, but 
I just ask that you would consider partnering with us, whether it's monthly or just a one-time thing. Um, but yeah, so consider that. Uh, pray for us as we move out in January. Uh, it'll be a big life change for us. With a newborn, we're still figuring that out. So it'll just throw you moving to a new state in the mix. Um, and so I'm going to pray, and then I'll hand it over to whoever's next. Lord, I thank you for this day. Um, I thank you that I'm allowed to come in front of this church and speak. Uh, Father, I'm thankful that you've allowed us the opportunity to, to move to Utah. Um, Father, I pray for the people there. I pray that you would open hearts, um, that you would show them who you are and break down um, their idols that they have. Father, I pray for the people of this church. I pray that uh, their love for you would grow and that, was, that they would share the gospel in their community and in their uh, workplace, Father. And all of this I ask in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask uh, Stephen and his wife to come up here. and We're going to have them sit up here. We're going to have the church. Uh, since this is a prayer service, we're going to pray over these guys. And I, I tell you what, it's a really bold step of faith to, to, to say, you know what, I'm going to go somewhere and I'm going to share the gospel message to a people who probably really don't care to even listen to me. But I'm going to be bold enough to go and, and do that. And, and further yet, I'm going to be bold enough to go and do that in a place where I'm not even knowing how I'm going to be taken care of. So... And it, it's just like Stephen said, it's through the power of prayer that the gospel message even gets out there. It's through the power of prayer that, that our missionaries are even funded. I can, in many parts of the world, I realize that it's not easy, and it, and it takes support, and it takes lots of prayer. So these are some people that you can have continually on your prayer list, that God meets the needs that they have in their lives, and that God will continue to use them to further the gospel message, especially there in Utah. And those numbers are shocking, guys. This, this is like, that's like our backyard, you know? It's like our backyard. And, and there's many people who don't believe in Jesus Christ. Almost the whole state, if you want to look at it that way. There's, there's not many that believe in Jesus Christ, and I, and I appreciate their boldness. So if y'all would at this time, if, if y'all would just come up, let's gather around Stephen and Paige and Shepard here, and, and let's pray for them. Uh, let's pray for their uh, their safety as they go. Let's pray for their mission as they go, and let's pray for their finances as they go. Let uh, and then Trenton's going to close us out in prayer this evening uh, over these folks here.
for uh, for to and all that, and we'll have an opportunity to pray.